0: Somebody who's a pro basketball player, yeah, I play for the NBA. So there's way, but, but there's a difference between playing the NBA, playing D1 college basketball, playing D2 college basketball, playing D3, playing AAU, playing this and that, right? And it's like, the thing is, it's very segmented and defined. In entrepreneurship, you can't define it that clearly. But we all right. are ballers, right? We all <laughs> are ballers because we're all entrepreneurs. <laughs> but there's a big difference between the ones that make it to the league and the ones that play in D3.
1: Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. I'd like to welcome a very special guest, not just because he has been an online inspiration to me for many years now, but because he is officially the first guy to grace the Juicy CEO stage. So I want to welcome Andrew Nguyen, who is a Hampton University alumni and co-founder of the O Agency, and Build Your Own Brand, Inc. Both companies have served some of the top clients and entrepreneurs around the world. From digital marketing to full scale and virtual event production, Andrew's clientele includes some of the top Pro Bowl athletes, CEOs, and corporations, such as Verizon, Salesforce, Facebook, Red Bull, and so many others. And Andrew was recently highlighted in Gary Vee's New York Times bestselling book, Crushing It, and regularly adds to editorial columns on Forbes, Entrepreneur, and many more. Welcome, Drew.
0: Thank you so much. I didn't know I was the first male on this. You are. Show. wow, that's that's. <laughs> I, I I feel like I just like got the Nobel Peace Prize or like a you conference. did you,
1: did. you like, just on, I've though. never
0: I've never even heard of that. Like you're the first male. So I'm like, whoa, that's like <laughs> pretty cool. So thank you. Yeah.
1: You are very welcome because we're featuring all the ladies over here, right? Uh, and okay. Um, there's such a different – There's, I mean, I do track, attract a lot of <sighs> women entrepreneurs. Sure, but, sure. But um, I was like, if I'm going to bring the very first dude on here, it's got to wow. be someone who has the brand and juice, okay? I,
0: bro, yo, somebody – we need to <laughs> – I feel like I need a <laughs> New York Times front cover for this. <laughs> this is major, yo. This is awesome,
1: yo. Wow. I will mock one up for you that you can use for the gram. I didn't okay? know
0: that. Wow. Okay, cool
1: um well i mean first i know some of your story Mm -hmm. and it's so fascinating because i I like to start here where we talk a little bit about your story i mean i'm gonna let the people know because people see people online and they're like oh they're so successful and they never get to hear when you're so far down the line sometimes they don't get to hear how you got there and your story is crazy interesting because you went to school to be a pharmacist following your parents directive and you ended up being a dj Yeah. Right. And like to the point where your family, like, is this true? Like, like disowned you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, that's crazy. And because you talk about sacrifice and people having the choice to make two different types types of sacrifices, right? The ones they want Mm. and the ones they choose. Wow. I've heard you say this.
0: Yeah. You know what? I haven't said that in like years. So that brings me back a lot of memories. That is a really good thing. I used to say a lot. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, and
1: it really resonated with me too because I was just like, "But what was this this one where you chose it? You chose yep. it. That's a major sacrifice to be completely cut off for your family and all the financial security and all yeah. of that. Yeah. But what? Yeah. So what was in you? What drove you to make such a huge choice slash sacrifice to go after what you really wanted?
0: You You know what? I think I like I, I actually like to reminisce a lot recently, and I've been doing a lot of that, just especially doing COVID and all that good stuff, and um, you know, when I think back to, to not only that moment and then the sacrifices I made after college and even you know everything up until now, you know when people tell you to follow your gut, you know, like I, I think I think I think that intuition, that gut is just something that you have to follow. And 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 following it could be very scary, right? Um, but following it could also be very rewarding, right? Like big risk, big reward type of thing. And so the key is Over the past 10 years, I've realized that, you know, it's so funny. I just started watching all over again, starting from season one, Scandal right you, you know scandal olivia pope right okay you know, i've
1: I, watched the entire series five times right. so you're talking to uh, you're talking to a connoisseur so, over so, here so
0: i love it i love it and, and as, the reason why i started watching again is because you know our team is growing and you know i i just want like pure gladiators on my team right so i'm like let me channel some olivia pope you know what i'm saying so i'm like watching it just to see the mannerisms. Of the, and she talks about just following her gut a lot you know what i'm saying hmm and so I, I think that I think two things happen, right? Everybody wants to follow their gut and their intuition. And what happens is, you know, I've realized over the past 10 years is what happens is if you have the right foundation and the right gut and the right intuition, it will always work out the way it should, right? And so nine times out of 10, you should always follow your gut. Now, your gut and your intuition can can also be calibrated because sometimes it might not be all. It might be all right? Sometimes people are following their gut, but then the outcome that they want doesn't happen. That's because their gut might've been telling them the wrong thing, right? And so even throughout your journey, whether you call it experience, maturity, growth, whatever it is, your gut and your intuition changes, right? And it grows. And so I think I was just, I think I I got so many opportunities to, it's like marketing. You just test, you AB test. You say, I'm going to go with this decision or I'm not going to go with it. I'm going to go with this one. I'm not going to go with it. And life is just a combination of just decisions that we make every single moment, every single day, every single week. And it, and and if you're making constantly the right decisions, they add up, they compound, they'll put you on Forbes and in front of thousands of people. Like everything that you ever wanted will happen. But it all comes down to me. I've doubled down on on consistently, you know, following my gut, listening to myself, adjusting when I'm wrong, call you know when I fail, I, I make it a a big deal to learn from it and never make that mistake again. And so, um, yeah, you know, th- those are kind of the biggest things that that I've kind of um, learned. Um, and, and you know, when you talk about making sacrifices and choosing, you know, one hard over the other hard, right? One one of the most mm-hmm. recent quotes I heard, and I really really liked it. I started sharing with a lot of my friends. Life is hard. Pick your hard. Everything
1: yes, I've heard Everything that
0: a lot this a cor- this year too. A, a career is hard. A boss is hard. A marriage is hard. Your business is hard. Everything is hard. Pick your hard, and if you mm. if you don't and and if you're not willing to and if you don't come into it like that and think it's all you know rainbows and blah, blah blah blah, then you're gonna get awakened. And so you know, I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of things. It's very mental, social, uh, emotional. I, I went to a lot of therapy last year too, and and I learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? Even with that, but. I'm being a lot more reflective than I've ever been because when you're like running, 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 you don't really get to, you know, but for the first time in like 10 years last year, I got a chance to really, really um, even work on a lot of my um, just uh, everything, you know, we all have traumas, you know, this, this, that, all that good stuff. So I'm at a good place and I'm really happy about it.
1: I love that. And, and I want to talk about that a little bit because I know you deal with a lot of entrepreneurs and, entrepreneurship is such a romantic notion for so many people. yeah. And I love that you were talking about that pick your heart because it's gonna be hard no matter <laughs> what, whether you do it or you don't, whether you regret it or you do it and it hurts. Hard. I mean, it is what it is, but I know we were talking about a little bit how like COVID was one of the things that had you go and be more reflective. So like having been in the game for as long as you have, talk to the new entrepreneurs for a second. Like I'm, sh- there are so many things that they're juggling. Yeah. They don't have team. They yeah. may not know who they are yet. Like what's maybe some of the tips you would give them in order to like check it?
0: It's so good because the other side that I wanted to say of when you say why did you, why were you willing to make those decisions? One was following my gut. The other one is just understanding the practicality of things. I'm a very mm. practical person, right? I took a lot of risk early in my 20s and even to my mid 20s and beyond because I, there was a thing that I used to tell my team all the time. If I lost everything I had to start over at 30. I'll just go back to work, get a six figure job, and just start over. And I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, to me, it's just very practical to get it all out the way in your 20s, to take the biggest risk Mm. you can take, to see if you could, because more than likely, you're speaking some
1: Gary Vee business right there. You want that Gary Vee tip right there.
0: But but you know what the crazy thing is? And I'll I'll tell you something really, really funny. You want to know something else that's really good if you're a real entrepreneur? I used to listen to Gary Vee, and I never really got too excited about him. And, and this is part of following your gut. Because here's the thing, your gut should already tell you that it's more practical to do that in your 20s, right? I, when mm. I listened, I, I noticed that I, was, I started to get ahead of a lot of people because I started noticing something. When people started listening to Gary V, they're like, oh my gosh, wow, that's so good, I never even thought of that. I just took it as confirmation, oh yeah, that's, our, that's how I knew I was already in the right mindset, mm. right? Like he was confirming what I was already feeling and moving about. So it was confirmation for me, but it was like brand new information for them. Right. And so that's how you can start to even tell, like when you start getting around mentors, other experienced entrepreneurs, if they're saying things that it's like, oh yeah, nope, that's aligned. I just got to put in my time. I'll get there. You're at a totally different place because you're, you're, you're already moving to the beat of your own drums. It's right. The gut thing, you can't beat time. Time is time. You still have to put in those 10,000 hours, all that good stuff but you're following your gut and your gut is right. And this goes back to that gut thing. But if all this information is so new for you, then you know that you're really early in this journey and, and, and your gut is still getting created. Your intuition is still being built because you haven't even, you, you weren't able to decipher that on your own. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just say that about Gary Vee just because you said that. And that was just something <laughs> that I noticed early on, right? But it, but for me, like I didn't need him to tell me that. Like I, I decided to give up my entire 20s, although he has many videos where he says, Put your face down, work till you're 29, right? He has many videos that say that. I, I didn't need him to tell me that to do that. I, I made that own plan of myself. I was like, this makes sense. I like this intuition. If all things fail, like, I I didn't need somebody to tell me to do that. And that's how you know, again, you you're doing yeah. like, it. You have that confirmation. Correct. Correct. Like, if
1: somebody else out there doing like big things <clears throat> is like, oh, exactly. you're affirming what I'm already I'm, knowing. Right. You're like, right. I, this is this is in me.
0: This is who I am. 100%. 100%. even I look at Gary, I look at anybody. I'm like, Honestly, I can do exactly what they're doing. The, the, again, the, the difference is they have time on their side. They're 40, 50, 60. They have another 30 years. The 30 years, I could do what Gary's doing if I really, really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you can't – obviously, you can't want to be the CEO of a $100 million company at 25. Like, dude, it needed, you needed to go through 25 years of work to do that. You know what I'm saying? Which what mm. Gary and Grant and Billy and all these guys have done. And so I understand timing. I'm very patient. And, and, um, I don't remember your question exactly, but, no, oh yeah, it's, it was practicality. It was, it was yes. just being, being very, oh, it's just being but very to. I want to
1: th- talk about this patient and timing thing for a minute.
0: Let's get because, it. Because
1: let, let's talk about this for a second, because, okay, I know you're all about building community and I, what I really attracted to me to you, um, was you're always really down to earth. And I felt like you were always accessible, even though uh, I felt like you were up here, you know what I mean? 100%, 100%. And this is what, this is what happened. So my client, one of my clients was like, yo, do you know about this BYOB event? (laughs) I was like, why don't I know about this? That's where I was like, because I am all about the events. I was like, why is it Monique don't know about this? She's like, I went with my daughter. It was amazing. You need to know about Drew. So I'm with the Google. Then I saw that you launched this mastermind, this absolutely free. You were like, okay guys, if you go, you message me, you do this, you're in this mastermind. All of a sudden I'm in this mastermind with people from all over the world. And I was like, and you're showing up for yeah. free yeah. giving training all the time like every week i was yeah. like what is going on here there is a, and i'm like all about strategy right yeah, so yeah, i yeah. i feel like i had her i know why you did that but yeah. i also yeah. would love for you to share
0: yeah what was
1: your what was your what was your thinking and strategy yeah. behind doing that because then you go like then it was all about B- <laughs> then i hear about BYOB and we're like i'm like oh 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 here we go we're going <laughs> into the next one
0: yeah. but like not everybody yeah. would do that you know it's so funny to me? Everybody, oh I'm assuming most people at this point know of like Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels and their community, correct? I'm assuming you're familiar as well. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, um, and a lot of people know it now. I I I love what I do so much, and I'm so in tune with what happens in my niche and in the world that like I I was one of the very first ClickFunnels customers. I was at the very first conference what? 2015. I met ClickFunnels. You know what's funny? I don't even know if I told you this story. I was at the very... But but it, it's so, it, it makes so much sense why things happen the way they happen. Like, you'll notice
1: mm. it. When you look, look back went, and you see the breadcrumbs. I'm going to
0: tell you what, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you some little funny. You, I think you're going to think this is interesting. I went to the very first Quick Funnels Conference in San Diego. I bought this book. I went through all the upsells. I understood. I started to understand value ladder. I started to understand marketing funnels. I started to understand all this good stuff. This was back in 2014, 15. Five years, like six years ago, like like years and years and years before like most people were like, like people are like some people are just hearing about it now or last year or whatever like, like I was on this wave so early I went to the ClickFunnels conference this is the part where I was so funny uh I went there It was in San Diego I sat next to this there was like a very very few like you know minorities colored people black people et etc cetera, et cetera. I sat next I, I sat next to this one girl I was like oh she looks cool guess who that girl came out to be Pollyanna no Danielle Leslie what? <laughs> yeah this is 2015 mind you right so you know, I'm just saying. Oh my hey, god! Just... And she
1: talks about this in her journey too, about how she started with the going to the experts and stuff. And you know, everyone knows on this podcast, Monique's a big Danielle Leslie fan. Don't even I, get I it started. It. Yep, Don't get me yep. started.
0: I, I I see that, right? I've seen you guys have connected, right? But but it's funny because you look three, four, five years in a row, and then you see the people that are doing what they're doing. They're like, wow, like we were all beginners, we were all in the right world, we were all learning, you know what I'm saying? It, mm. But the thing is, nobody had to told us, right? We followed that intuition, that gutness that we needed to be here, here, meet these people. And it's just so fun. I always laugh and I was like, cause I, you know, I, you know, I try to connect with her, you know, there, I learned that she was leaving her other job, she was, you know, doing the whole, like Silicon Valley thing, blah, blah. And then we just kind of chilled for a little bit. But then like, it became full circle when I eventually invited her back out. To be while we retreat to speak in 2019, right? So it's just like it's just funny, you know what I'm saying? But there's lots of mad mutual respect, right? But anyways, I say all that to say, um, damn it, I keep forgetting your question. What was your question? <laughs> I just want, I, I wanted to tell a so, story. Oh, how, how did I how did, how, how did I move? Right, right, because the math. is successful. Yeah, you know what? So so the, the, the quick answer is very very simple. Oh, one of my one of my early co-founders always told me this. People have to understand that every time you get a client or a customer, there's all there always has to be a what's next, right? Mm-hmm. And people think that. It's, it's, a, it's an end-all, be-all. We all know that you know, acquiring a new customer is a lot harder than keeping your old customer, right? And so whether it's through an upsell, whether it's through getting into something else, whether, whatever it is, right? And, and once I learned early on and plus once I started watching how, how Russell was building his community with the, with the funnel hackers, all that good stuff, I was like, oh, and this was three, four years before I even launched BYOB, right? Live, community, retreat, all that good stuff. And so I just, I started to like, just pay attention and learn. Like all this stuff didn't just like pop into my head. I learned it just like anybody else. Right.
1: Mm. And so,
0: and so I just, I always understood like what's next. Right. And so to, to keep it simple, if you understand the value ladder or the sales funnel, again, it's like, you got to get people in with something and then it's like, what's next. Right. So whatever. And, and honestly, if you can't get people in, if you can't generate that lead, it's just your, 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 your lead magnet or your, uh, uh, your opt-in, whatever it is, it just has to be more enticing. Right, and so a very very easy strategy is if everybody is doing an ebook for free, well, then whatever their next level up is, give that for free. And now it's like it just seems like it has mm. more value because the market looks at it as oh well, usually the ebook is free. But that's the thing about marketing, you just have to break through that 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 conditioning and psychology wall, right? You got to be a little different. And so it's like oh, people normally charge mass let's do that for free. You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like it's a lot more valuable. But all you have to do is give me your email and phone number, right?
1: Because yeah, then it's I knew,
0: right, and then I knew that okay, there's always something that comes next right? I always knew that there was something to come next, right? Because I meant to be kind of prepared and built for it. So, you know, just that understanding is that, so that hopefully answers your question, just understanding what a true value ladder in a sales funnel is. The other thing is, same thing with the, um, same thing with you say, accessibility, right? You know, there there's a, there's a state, when you're when you're small, and granted, you know, back then I only had a couple thousand followers too, right? Just like everybody else before all this. And, and you know, I was able to build influence and all that good stuff, but when you're new, and when you're just like any new business or anything, you got to build brand. You gotta like really, really build your, your brand Let's exposure. A lot, a lot yes. of that, a lot of that is just uh a lot of that is giving, 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 more than taking, 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 right? Mm. Because at a certain point, you know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, I just I just rock with him, I trust them, right? That's that's the that's the epitome that's it right of, there. Of, of a brand, right? Trust. And so and so I, I hit two things by being accessible. One is not only do I build brand because I was in that early stage of building this this really, really thing as fast as I can. The second thing is, again, it's about going against the wave, right? It's going against the crowd, right? It's like one of my favorite marketing things is like when everybody goes one way, go the other way, right? If, it's, see, if, 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 there, if you're conditioned to believe that most influencers are hard to get to or blah, 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 watch what happens when you make yourself accessible. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's just going up. Op- it's doing opposite what people. Are, and then it just make, it makes people like, huh? You know what I'm saying? It makes people curious. It makes people interested and boom, the rest is history.
1: I freaking love that because when I think about like COVID happening and, you know, for one minute I was sitting there shook in my business like, okay, well, my, you know, a lot of my revenue was generated from me going out speaking, you meeting me, you catch a vibe and that's yeah. really what people buy. They buy the vibe, but I was like, okay, now I can't go anywhere and everyone's doing all these free webinars now and they were doing all this free like online stuff where you recorded and stuff. I said, well, I'm going to actually come and do a live webinar. Like I'm going to come every single week and I'm just going to be live, period. It's like love and there's it. no replay. There's no replay. You don't get it. to watch it. me later. Just come I and it was the best thing I could have done for my business and I had my love. highest generating month in my love business it. ever during a pandemic. Amazing. And so I love that you said that. Congrats. Um thank you. Thank you. <sighs> and I want to yeah. talk let's talk about BYOB. So first of all, everyone who's listening they're like what the hell is BYOB? Mm-hmm. It does not bring your own bottle. All right. It is build your own brand and it is a conference that you do that is like clearly making waves, but what I'd love to talk about is the way you do it, one, and two, the fact that so many people want to do conferences like this, but they don't know what actually is involved. And you actually invested six figures of your own funds.
0: Yeah, make this
1: happen. Like people don't share that stuff. They're just like, oh, here's my great conference. It's amazing. We had a thousand people. And I think last time you had 2000 people and people don't hear that startup took a cost.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So please tell people about this conference because once the world opens up again, I am sure we are back. We are back at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, again, it was about being practical and being, you know, big vision, but, but, uh, realistic goals, right? So, um, I think I was 27 at the time when I decided to make this decision. Um, of course, I don't want to leave this out because it, it all matters. Like everything matters. Everything that I've been through in my 20s plays a part to me making that decision right And so i can sit here and make myself sound like a g (laughs) um (laughs) sure like you know most people talk but this is like once you really understand this game you know you can start reading through and start understanding what's like real real and like what's you know being sold and so i just i just again i'm just not like most people right so but i will say like yes the 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 fun story the story is you know i'm saying i was 27 I had built up a business. I had saved like a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, I still had a little bit of runway in my like 30 year, you know, say before I'm 30, I want to just risk it all and see what happens. And I felt like the market sentiment was right. Obviously, there's a lot of data, a lot of intuition, a lot of gut, right? It's just like I felt like people are super hungry. And by the like, by by the way, back in 2016, 2017, man, people, everybody and their mother was like, build your own business, build your own brand. Like you have to. like it was being Pushed down people's throats, you know what I'm saying? Like OD, you know what I'm saying? Mm. To the point where it's like now everybody did that, and now what happens four years later is, oh my gosh, everybody needs mental health and therapy. You know what I'm oh saying? Because God. we've all been <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but 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 because
1: we're all burnt out and dying. Out. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Like honestly, I would start a mental therapy if I if I if I had the degree. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, what I would do right mm. now. You know what I'm saying? I love it so much. But but um, yeah, you know, I, I took into a combination of all those factors. And I was like, I want to do a conference and uh, uh, I, want to, I want a thousand people there. I mean, the, the, the story really goes, in 2015, again, 2014, I went to the Quick Fellows Conference. In 2015, I went to my first, I went to Inbound. I don't know if you're familiar with HubSpot, mm-hmm. a big marketing mm-hmm. company, right? Those two are probably two of the most biggest and most well-done communities ever. I went to their conference in Boston. There was about 15,000 people there. I was at the Boston Convention Center. I went with one of my partners at the time. And when I went there early on in my career, I was about two years into the entrepreneur, two, three years in, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is game changing. I was like, the amount of people that I'm meeting, what I'm learning, like, this is going to completely elevate me. And so I remember that feeling, I turned around to my partner one day, that, that at, sitting in that big conference room, I said, like, man, I, I, want, I want to do something like this one day, you know what I'm saying? But instead of, you know, and, and we'll start slow, I won't do a 50,000, maybe a thousand people, then 2,000, you know, 4,000, but we'll just double every year. And, and then hopefully we'll get to ten thousand. You know, I, I like to do this, and you know, I you know I know the the, the culture and the community and the crowd that i have been going to an HBCU all school. You know, I, I would love to see you know a, lot, a a lot more. It was all like older white males, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, I'd love to you know make make this a, a much better representation of where the world in America is today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so and so I told that to my partner sitting in this conference. You know, two three years into the business in 2015, our first conference in 2018. Time had to pass, things had to happen. You know, God had to send the right signs. I had to save up. So many things, right? It's almost like deciding that I want to quit my job, but being smart about it, right? When does that leap actually happen? And that 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 seed was planted, but the leap didn't happen until 2017, 18, right? That's okay. Again, like I said, I'm patient. You know what I'm saying? And I and I follow my gut and my intuition. And so the same kind of situation happens, but yeah, then the right things started happening. But it was still a big risk, and I was like, you know what? I'm willing to take it. I'm willing to see what the hell is gonna happen. And <laughs> I set up this new bank, uh, put everything in there. I knew that it was gonna take a lot. Very first conference, I have a thousand people physically in real life there. That's crazy. That's really hard.
1: That's, That's really hard. hard. That is a huge, like, huge accomplishment. Do, do you know? And what not even people... just a thousand people, like we gotta talk about also like the the caliber of people yes, on those stages yes, as well. Yes. Like
0: yeah, we booked Yvonne Origin from Insecure. We booked, we had Gia Peppers. We, we had every single influencer. We had, you know, uh, uh, John Jackson, one of the co founders of Lavity. I mean, we had all the awesome, most amazing people that if you're a millennial entrepreneur, you know, in, in this space, that you should know all these people. This is the crowd. He was like, like mm. this is like, and honestly, I, I even say everything plays a factor into it because I remember my time as a DJ at Hampton and what that did for me. Right. And the environment and the family that was curated out of that. I wanted to recreate part of that. I want to recreate mm-hmm. part of ClickFunnels. I want to recreate part of inbound. I wanted to recreate part of my HBCU experience. Right. So all of that, you know, is what they qualifies up, me. Yeah. Right. Into doing just what happen. I did. It's a, it's right? all
1: part of you Correct. in the conference. And so,
0: and so what the reason why I say this, I could sit here and tell you, this is what I did and you can do it too. And you know what I'm saying? Buy my, you know, things. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because I understand just the depth of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and so, and so, I, and I say all that to say, um, it, was, it was amazing. It was really, it was like, probably some of my favorite moments there were the fact that because this was so new and different, like after we pulled that off in the subsequent conferences, so many people started to do similar, right? Or started mm-hmm. to step up their game and stuff like that and create these spaces. And 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 honestly, I'm flattered. I love the fact that, you know what i'm saying like people are you know taking notes and being inspired and copy whatever it doesn't really matter to me you know what i'm saying if, if you put it out there then you should expect it to be copied you know what i'm saying like like that's that's if at this any, point if like, it's worth
1: anything if it's right, any good correct, correct, you be copied correct.
0: so again that's part of that mindset because some people early entrepreneur might get upset that oh this person is stealing this stuff and that's a man if you got it you're gonna figure it out you'll figure out the next thing the next thing like it doesn't really matter when they go left you go right when they go right you go left that's the gut and the intuition that makes you an entrepreneur that's the entrepreneurship
1: game you know right what i'm there. saying it's
0: not just having one idea and like you're not a one-hit wonder you know what i'm saying mm. that's not a, you know what i'm saying you, you if you're a real rapper then you going to be right. <laughs> like like you know what i'm saying like unless you unless you just really about unless you trendy then sure then then mm. you're a one-hit wonder you know what i'm saying but if you're really about that life then it doesn't really matter right so that's how you start knowing but some of my favorite moments there and, and this is, i i do value the way that i did things because in one sense i, I jo- i've been joking around myself as i laugh i'm like you know what? I don't, I don't do this anymore. And I'm, I'm almost like off of social media now. I, I'm just like, I'm over it. But like, I just, I, it's just funny to me because like, like three, four years ago, I, I really laugh at myself. Sometimes I, I like to make fun of myself. I was like, yo, know, I was like a low key, like professional cloud chaser. That's what, that's, that's what I would tell myself. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I was a professional cloud chaser, but it's how I did it. I was so professional that sometimes cloud chasing is a, is a negative term. Right. And people are sometimes like, oh, oh my god this is so but, funny.
1: You don't even know how much. Uh, uh, this is something so I, I actually I, I laugh, tell I my friend. I said, if you see me clout chasing, I need you to pull me back. I need yeah, you yeah. to pull me back because but, but it's you know so what? real.
0: But you know what? It's how you do it, right? Like nobody, I don't think you I turned people off. In fact, I made people feel like the way I was doing it was great and amazing and is the robot and all this stuff. And I just remember, man, being at the conference, I was on my last leg. The days coming up to it. We were up, team was up 34, 48 hours. I was sleeping right right before, you know, 8, 8, 8.30 when when they needed me to come out on stage. And I was behind the stage just sleeping. And they were like, "Drew, Drew, drew, wake up. It's time to start. And I just came out there, freaking eyes red, like whatever. But I remember just some of the most amazing moments. And this is where brand is so valuable. I remember people just coming up to me and saying, yo, we we don't even know why we're here. We're just here because... We like what you do, but this has been the most amazing, eye-opening experience we've ever had, so thank you. And um, that's, again, you know, I, I leveraged my brand to do that, to sell something to people that they had no idea what they were even getting into, but they just trusted me.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Juicy Brand On Demand Membership, hashtag JBOD. After coaching hundreds of people on building their brand, I can tell you with certainty, The more you put yourself out there, the more money you gon' make. However, it's not going to be without its challenges. And without a roadmap, a high-vibe community to tap into, and a skilled coach who has your back, you are going to be in for a tough ride. However, if you want the key to building juicy content, juicy offers and even juicier marketing strategies not to mention a coach that will help push you past those mindset roadblocks, then I want you to visit www.juicybrandondemand.com to sign up today. And here, I'm going to make it easy. Try it out for three months. And if it's not your vibe, cancel at any time. But you won't. Why? Because the best part about the membership is not only do you get weekly live coaching, you also get access to over 50 hours of online training that you can watch and rewatch at your leisure. So it's your choice. You could keep trying to put the pieces together on your own, buying dozens of programs from different experts that don't work together, or you could join the JBOD membership where service-based business owners learn to build, scale, and nurture their brand with everything they need to win in one place. Just go to www.juicybrandondemand.com to sign up today. Sounds juicy, right? Now let's get back to the episode. I freaking love that. And it is the brand. I know you say this a lot, but like brand is trust. That's literally in a nutshell what That's it is. In a
0: nutshell. It's
1: time. It's not going to happen overnight, but it yeah. is the thing that will. I love that. It's like now, it's like because we trust Drew, it's like whatever Drew done come out with we're all up on it. We're like, what, What? what's that mental health app? He done he, he created? What? he, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that is the power of that, brand.
0: That That's really the only thing that to be honest, as a person, like forget like a company, A, 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 a there's a, there's a company brand. There's your personal brand. Really the only brand that really matters for a personal, uh, uh, for a person is just being true to your word because, and, and being excellent at what you do because mm. over your life, you're going to keep changing. You're going to do new things. And so, that's all you need people to do is just to trust your word. You know how people say, like, you know, do I expect when I call somebody for them to answer? Yes, not because I'm egotistical or whatever. It's because I'm about to make sure, it. you know, we, we got something amazing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And so that should be a part of your brand. It could be very simple things. That's just doing what you say you're going to do, delivering what you say you're going to deliver, like, and constantly doing that over and over and over again so that, you know, it's very. this is all basic stuff that your parents should have taught you. Right. But I think we sometimes forget it in the in the in the clout chasing that we go after. You know what I'm saying? So I, I We're like the name of this now, episode is like... hashtag
1: clout chasing. Not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it is. Those those are the basic things we learned as children. Like be who be who you be who you be say you're going to be and do what yes. you say you're going to do. do it. Period. Do it, do it. Excellent. And it's like do it. Excellent. Don't be bringing raggedy daggedy raggedy stank. Business.
0: Who doesn't want <laughs> tell me who doesn't want to be around somebody like that? Who who mm. who is excellent in everything that they do and stays true to their word.
1: That's it. That's it. I don't
0: I don't know anybody that wouldn't want that. I
1: At least that. when it comes to
0: friendships, right? With friendships, family, who wouldn't want that?
1: Yeah, I mean all relationships, period. Right? Every like relationship. people are peop people want to be around they when they don't have the energy, they don't have the belief they borrow yours. So you Ooh, better come correct.
0: That's good. Right? Wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: we'll take that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard it said like that. But that was good. They borrowed it's, yours.
1: They borrow yours until they have it for themselves. And, you know,
0: and that you know what? That's so real, which is probably why I was so depleted by the time 2019 and 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 even going to 2020. We were going to Miami and I was so depleted because I I, I I'm not even gonna lie, like I got tired of talking to people. <laughs> I was and, been and, there. And, and, and I was just over it. I didn't want to talk about branding business at all. There were so many new people popping up into the market, doing that, talking about basic stuff. And I'm like, girl, this question is not for me. Go go to go to one of these new cats. You're asking me the most basic question. And I know you trust me, but either I need to raise my-,
1: <laughs> my You need to raise your I, I can't.
0: I can't. I can't. Talking about this is like, yeah, it's just like, it's like kindergarten level stuff. And it's just like, I have no, I'm no longer passionate about it be honest mm. i was very passionate about 2016 17.
1: covid happened it had you do a lot of reflection go oh inside cut down this hustle culture or put yeah. a stop put a halt or check in with it which oh. you know i think so many people are feeling yeah so what what is it now like where are you at now in terms of how are you feeling
0: i'm so excited yeah i'm so excited uh, I'm, a, I'm a very you know what i've noticed a pattern in my life every four years i go through a big transition very seasonal. Um, it happens every four years. I think for most people that give it their all, you'll see it. It's actually very, very subconscious, but it's done. I think it's even con- done through conditioning. You think about, I know you're in Toronto, but you know over here in the States, you go to hi- four years of high school, you go to four years of college. You know what I'm saying?
1: And yeah, during those both-
0: four okay, awesome. So in, in those four years, you know, you're know you a freshman, you're a newbie, then you become a sophomore, then you become upper class. And by the time you're a you're like, I'm over this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to just get the heck out of here. And then you become yep. a freshman at something else, right? And so I've noticed that every, from 18 to 22, did the whole DJ thing, got to the top of that, understood that there was a limit or a cap to that, boom, switched over, started a marketing agency, but got a job first. I was a freshman again, starting all over, boom, built that, you know, to 2016. And then 17 is when I started BYOB, starting all over again, right? And now what? 17, 18, 19, 20, right, 21, right? We're like I'm I'm right at that pinnacle again. That where time. I'm uh where I'm transitioning, right? So uh, I'm really excited, you know. Um and, and 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 I already know all of this that's been done in the past only then culminates in compounds to what I'm gonna do now, right? And what I think is the next best move that's gonna not only feed myself, my sanity, my future family, uh, but be in the business that I'm I I am passionate about, right? Because Again, it's just like it's nothing I just I've changed. people changed. everybody changes. It's very hard to actually be very, very passionate about something for more than four years. You know what I'm saying, like even even when they say, oh, yeah, like even like all you you think back at all the little things i' don't, I've never heard of you I don't know if you ever heard of the saying like if your business isn't profitable, if you aren't making money within three years, like it's just it's just a hobby or like you should probably yeah. let it go, right? like that three four year mark is usually when. Things have to really transpire, or you realize it's not for you. You know what I'm saying? It again. There's so many examples I can give of around three to four years of what you're doing. You're either gonna you're either gonna want to change because you couldn't figure it out, or you want to change because you're just you're, you're you're tired of the current status of it. You know what I'm saying? So again, I'm in that season again, and um, you know, I'm beginning to be a freshman at this at at, at a lot of new things. And um, I mean, I'll just put it out there. One of the most exciting things for me right now is actually building a business that require that that is highly scalable and um and, and and really really has a phenomenal team me going back to watching scandal and olivia pope is like i really want to build a team of gladiators you know We're what i'm saying and i'm on our
1: team We're and, and about i'm about our team
0: and i'm willing to do whatever it takes because i made a post a couple months ago whatever i was like what i say it was like um it was one of my quote cards. i was like um <laughs> It was good, like a lot of people. But this is kind of this tells you where my head is at, right? I said, "Oh, y'all trying to make six figures? I want to pay my team six figures." You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes,
1: yes, I saw this.
0: I made I made that a couple of weeks ago, and again, it's just you know I think it caught on because people were like, "Whoa!" Like this is a, a, a this is a little different. This is a little level level up, right? Because again, it's just it's just me jumping into the market, knowing where everybody's head is at. Everybody's like, "Oh, you know whether they already making you know whether they're trying to make their first six figure." What? Like everybody always loves selling that six figure thing, right? But it's like, once you do that for they a while. So funny with
1: this six figures, okay? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm just like, honestly, when you hit six figures, people think like you've hit the Holy Grail. You First time I hit six figures, I was, like, I was like, you're burnt out. You're like, you're is so this burnt. it? Your expenses yeah. are still high. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. Six figures that's not even is not going profit. to profit. get that's us where we profit. need to be. Correct. We're just starting at cor- six figures. Cor-
0: correct. correct. People don't understand that. That's why having a six-figure job is very, very amazing, to be honest, because that's all profit. You bring it in six figures to your business. <laughs> I really mean you only make it 30,000. Hey, oh my go God. Well, people, my financial you know person, I sat
1: down at the end. I was like, where's my money? Hey, people, don't, <laughs> people don't people don't,
0: understand that. And so that this is why, you know, I, I, I hate people that complain about so many things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just, you don't, you don't understand a company that pays you six figures has to be making three, four, five times that, you know what I'm saying? To pay you that, like, it's just, it's just. Look like you gonna be sit here and be upset and be mad that the, the man is making higher than you, bro. Everybody is flipped. You know what I'm saying? Every time this shit goes lower, your time has to be flipped. Because if you if you could do it, do it yourself. But it's hard. That's why you can't. That's why. But you still making six figures is is a thing. Like I like appreciate for what it is or learn how to do and do it yourself. But then you then you realize, oh well, damn. they going to business myself isn't about making six figures. If I really want to make six figures, it's more about making like 400,000 in order for me to profit, right? And it's like, oh. well, shit it is hard you know? like, it is hard, like <laughs> it's duh. always harder
1: with your boss is an uh, asshole you think you could do it better than your exactly, boss. i was the one exactly. Listen, i left my six-figure job i know how this works i was like i can do it better than my boss watch me work and then i was like do oh it. my god yeah then do it when you don't have yeah. departments teams expense hey, oh, accounts freaking what? credit cards i was like what, what is what? going on i, I, I said I, always... I have to pay for this lunch with the client this is bullshit
0: I, I I used to always I used to always tell people I used to work at a company called Pepsi, right? Pepsi Don't say
1: Pepsi like we don't know what Pepsi. Is. This this company <laughs> called Pepsi. We're like, excuse me. Yeah, yo,
0: yeah. Yo, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just exaggerating my storytelling mode. Trust me. You're is, that, is that even me. you? Is that even you? I'm just I'm I'm getting into this character of just like being a good orator. So like, I'm 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 hyping. I remember, I'm a remember I'm a professional cloud chaser. So I'm really good at, at these yeah, words. <laughs>
1: yeah. you know how to do it just gracefully, gracefully, <laughs> very,
0: very gracefully, right? Uh, all right, so this company, right, called MCI, and, and um, and you know, again, again, I just, I just, you know, when you know, what, going back to your question, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs, early entrepreneurs? I hope that when they listen to this episode, they're just they, I hope that they get more confirmation and they get more enlightenment. I really do because if if you are getting so enlightened by some of the stuff you're saying, well, just you just have to be aware that you're you're still very very early. You know what I'm saying? Like your journey is still very very long. And if you're getting confirmation, then then all I want to say is I want pat, to pat you on the back and say, good job. You know what I'm saying? Because it all starts with mindset first, right? Like I, I just I just don't I just I'm really uh, you know I think I think people complain or just you know, or, you know it's almost like I, you know when Elon Musk jumped into Clubhouse for the first time, there was a guy that asked him. Hey man, what what type of uh what type of encouragement or inspiration would you give entrepreneurs? And Elon gave the most epic answer. <laughs> you know, if you need encouragement, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so like, I, everybody was like mind blown, but it was so simple. Right? It was, it was if you need inspiration, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Like you have to get you have to know how to get that inspiration yourself. Like stop trying, you know what I'm saying? Stop stop letting yourself be affected by so many things. And so, anyway, I go back, I go back to the whole analogy of Pepsi because so it's like, we sold Pepsi's for $1.29, right? A bottle of Pepsi is $1.29. And and I I just want to say that because of what you said. It's like that $1.29 has to get split to the driver, the gas, the first sales guy, the second sales guy, his manager, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, do you understand? This is why every day when I came back and yes, I brought in $10,000 worth of sales as a pre-sales and marketing rep. I at least, I at least, Instead of complaining, I had the ability to understand, well, that's ten thousand has to probably get split between ten thousand people. <laughs> and this is why I get paid. At least. I get paid. Yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and so it's like, but but a very a a very immature or young, you know what I'm saying, person or entrepreneur, just you know, inexperienced business person, you hear it all the time. Oh, I I brought in, you know, I bring in all this money for this company and they only pay me, you know what I'm saying? like bro you know, go go do yourself you know what i'm saying but, I, then, love, really but I
1: like i like how you're saying it's not even just like young as <clears throat> young like like young in age but inexperienced as an, an experience. entrepreneur experience. Is, is experience you need to stay in this game long enough to know first of all if you have the wherewithal to yeah. if your damn idea makes any damn sense or makes any damn money but yeah. um what you were saying earlier just about like what Elon Musk was saying about like, if you need inspiration, I was saying the other day to somebody, I was like, if you're an entrepreneur and you can let me know if you agree or disagree with this statement, um, you need to be a little bit off.
0: Oh. I'm sorry. You need to be what? a little
1: bit cuckoo. You, the, yo, one of the wires are loose. One of, my,
0: <laughs> one of my, one of my, one of my, one of my next posts, you know, constantly every single day, I, I think about like quote cards that are just come into my mind. And one of, it's so funny you say that. One of the things I wanted to say recently was, all successful people are crazy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I really it. want to say that. All, it, ass. In, one, in one sense or another, there is a level of obsession and craziness that comes with them. And, and there are pros and cons, just like anything else with life. And um, it's true.
1: So definitely, it's true. you guys, you heard it here, not for the first time, but definitely from someone else other than me. You got to be a little bit off to do this game. You do, And I like, and like big risk, big rewards, but you have to be willing to risk.
0: Yeah. You're not normal. You're definitely not normal. No.
1: We, we you know all. what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> and, 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 on, on, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is like successful entrepreneurship. Is like playing in the pros, whether it's basketball or football. Right. And when you think about these guys that got to the pros, they've been playing the game since they were 10, 11, 12, putting in. 10, 20 hours, every single day, training, 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 hoping to get that big payday. It is almost the exact same thing. And there are perks along the way. Um, but, uh, you know, this this does come mm. from Gary. Gary, I remember him saying this. He says um, that the problem with entrepreneurship as a whole and in general is you can't really tell who's successful or not. And everybody says they're in entrepreneurship, but everybody isn't in the pros. So that's almost like, mm. and so and so the reality is now, we all call our like we don't call our like uh, 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 somebody in the uh, somebody who's a pro basketball player yeah I play for the NBA so there's a but but there's a difference between playing the NBA playing D1 college basketball playing D2 college basketball, playing D3 playing AAU playing this that, right and it's like the thing is it's very segmented and defined in entrepreneurship you can't define it that clearly but we all right. are ballers right we all <laughs> are ballers because we're all entrepreneurs but there's a big difference between the ones that make it to the league and the ones that play in d3 oh
1: i mean i don't think there's much to be said after that y'all thank you so much drew i think we are going to punctuate the point right there uh i appreciate you coming on here it is such a pleasure to talk to you every time i mean i know we could talk we could talk for hours we could guys um if people do want to follow you but not come in your dms asking you no kindergarten questions (laughs) where can they find you where can people connect
0: yeah uh I don't. I don't want people asking me in my DMs. It's actually cool. <laughs> he I says just, this. You know what's
1: funny? You say that, but honestly, he's such a liar because I know if you guys go and ask, if any if people pop into his, in his DMs, he's so gracious with in like giving with the info. Even if you yeah. don't give it yourself, you'll direct it. So I don't know why you pretend yeah. you were in a moment. I rem- like yeah. when you were burnt out, and that makes it that much more like I cannot answer these questions right now. But yeah. I know when you are like in your vibe anyone could ask you anything drew and you would totally yeah
0: a hundred percent i already know
1: that you're just stop pretending yeah, pretending. yeah. You, you're fine Were yeah, you ain't so, tired you fine
0: uh, yes yeah. so, i mean email i mean I, i'll just give up my bylb information it's easiest it's most most uh, just, uh mass market friendly so um andrew at bylblive.com email um on social media brand with drew um you can get contact with me there uh I mean, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, a lot, I'm doing a lot of just agency stuff right now. So, you know, if you're interested in marketing or hosting your own digital or virtual events and productions, um, we're gearing up for that. So I'm, I'm really, a lot of my business is no longer on social media. That's why I'm really happy to be off, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. the type of clients that we're going after, it's mostly word of mouth or you have to have a specific budget, but, you know, maybe there is someone that's listening who really wants like high level, you know, branding um influencer marketing support and then even like production for like a conference, whether it's virtual or in real life. That's what we're really getting into. You know what I'm saying? And so that's we're really where the excited market's about that. going
1: too. People want, people want to create new experiences on yeah. virtual event yeah. situations oh because they'd be getting tired.
0: We we love it. That is my that is my new passion. Like 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 it, it's the same thing, right? It's almost like you do it for yourself, then everybody's like, how did you do it? You do it for me too. Right. Yeah. I did it with my own personal brand. and I built out a whole you know, community about branding. Now it's like we're getting into production and events and we did it by ourselves just because we're cheap and we had to, but now it's all these other companies and organizations and nonprofits and people are doing, you know, like, you know, 10, 20 times better experiential stuff than a regular Zoom. And that's what we bring to the table. And so we're super excited because it's just, it's just production is really, really fun. I love it. It requires me to really use a team because we really need producers, showrunners, cinematographers stuff like that so obviously mm-hmm. you have to have a little bit more of a budget but you know if you're in a space where you you know really want to reach the masses and then you know convert them and stuff like that that experience matters a lot you know what Brand i'm saying and experience. so and, yeah. and so in a, in, a, in a digital and virtual space that's really hard but what we've done so well the numbers show it is like our engagements for what we're doing for people are so high that people are begging for more, which is already in the DNA of what I've always done. And it's allowed us to do some really awesome, continue, just work behind the scenes doing, you know, as we're waiting for the world to open back up to do these digital events, virtual productions for other, you know, organizations, book launches, this recruiting events, summits, all that good stuff. Mm. So it's really fun
1: awesome so you guys know where to go get it and don't be putting on no lackluster online virtual events there's no excuse for it and there's no time for that and ain't nobody want to go to them so (laughs) thank you so much drew we appreciate you being here
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much.
1: If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes. So I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories, and tag me over on Instagram at Monique Brian underscore co that's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win until next time my lovelies keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status